All right, all right, all right. Once again, we come back to another special. And today we are joined together and it's times of giving and thanks and stuff and stuff. And here we have the table filled with gamers and non-gamers or something. I don't know. Anyways, welcome back, guys. Today we'll be hosting our Reload special podcast for Thanksgiving. And today, like I said, I'm joined with some people, some new ones, some, you know, some past people yeah so uh we'll quickly introduce ourselves say your name an interesting fact and uh, i guess since it's thanksgiving and stuff just something that you're like thankful about i don't know just something random so uh far right and left uh crane introduce yourself right quick hey i'm crane i play rock league for res and i'm thankful for the great friends i have nice nice all right hostel what's up i am thankful for um you know my family and everything Nice, nice. And what's your interesting fact? Well, I mean, I like watching sports. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And then you guys already know Senor Iron Daddy, aka Connor. Connor, I, introduce yourself. I'm I am the dad of Iron. Mm-hmm. I I guess interesting enough is I'm old now. Yeah, you're like and a boomer now, aren't you? I am now a boomer. Yeah, and I'm just I'm thankful for being alive still. Let's be honest. Hey, let's go. That's always something to flex, right? <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Uh, so next we got Maddie. Hi, Matt. You guys know her as the uh, as the one who broke into our podcast last time. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm thankful for I guess just the typical friends and family, just everyone I have, and an interesting fact is that i play three instruments Ooh, which ones i play piano violin and cello oh nice okay if i, I know if i ever need uh i can orchestra i can just call the the one man <laughs> army maddie right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right and last but not least uh senpai introduce yourself hello i am senpai and uh, well, funny enough, I don't actually do Thanksgiving over in England. We don't do that. Wow. Yeah, no, we have a UK person on the Thanksgiving podcast, oh, right? I know. Okay, that was diversity using. <laughs> um, an int- I, I do gaming and shit, but my interesting fact is that uh, I I bully that a lot. That is very interesting. You know, that's actually something I... Uh, what do you call? I promote every day just bullying hostile. I think it's we very bullying hostile. <laughs> and then you know, hostile. I said finally, but not, but you know, you guys already know Trey. Trey, I guess quick intro. You are our co-host, anyways. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, everybody knows me by Trey, also known as Azazel. <clears throat> so one of the things I'm very thankful for is three four for three four three not screwing up Halo. That, that was a good admiration on their part but mm-hmm. i'm also thankful for my friends and family thankful for res and everything everybody that's able to make it here hey, hey. that's i guess yeah you know celebrate everything in life right i guess you yeah. know me i guess finally uh you know yes ray my name is Brolio. uh interesting fact uh i bully everyone in this uh table here i bully them into this true. podcast uh, so now we're here after I bullied them for a couple hours. 
but yeah, I'm thankful for you guys actually coming by, you know, all the great memories we have over the past year and stuff. And, you know, today on this podcast, you know, it's Thanksgiving special. You want to make, uh, you know, just make some great memories and stuff. Just talk about some fun things that we can, uh, we, we, we had over the years, right? And especially over this year specifically, you know, the pandemic's still going on, you know, stuff is still going crazy and whatnot. So yeah, uh, Zazel, why don't you actually tell us a few, like, news that's happening lately around town. Like, you asking, like, the gaming, uh, the gaming industry itself, or overall, worldwide? Yeah, start with, like, uh, just, like, a, you know, your general, like, uh, yeah, gaming stuff. Like, any, like, especially New World, we were, that was, just, like, the hottest oh, topic yeah, yeah, yeah. this year. So, yeah, I always make a comment on it. New World's been a game I've been covering for a very, very long time. So, I got to level 30, and, you know, basically started kind of dying out a little bit. Probably basically started disappearing. But I will say this, they, uh, Amazon has basically came up with this big update. They finally added some uh, new weapons and stuff like that. I honestly had not researched a whole lot, but from what I have saw and what they were adding and everything, it may actually drag me to finally hit max level into it and everything. Game's a little fun grind, but... Uh, you know how MMOs always start and stuff like that. And, you know, I made a comment about Halo earlier. 343 mm-hmm. Industries has, on November 15th, uh, during the Xbox 20th anniversary stream live, had announced that the Halo Infinite multiplayer was going live in a beta format. Basically, it's you can still technically just play it until its official release anyway, but the campaign will not be available until December 8th. Uh... For everything that they had included in the game, it's been really phenomenal. Um, this comes from esports, casual gamers, and streamers. One of the biggest uh, complications is the progression system. I knew that uh, Halo was going to do something like this. I always felt like they were going to make this game like a CSGO route and stuff like that. It was going to be basically like a long time to basically grind out levels and everything and battle passes. I kind of had that uh, feeling coming in and everything. But the interesting thing about Halo Infinite's battle passes, they kept their idea from Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, where the uh, battle passes may not or they would have been free on there, but they are not free on Infinite. You can still unlock those battle passes and be able to unlock those content for however long you can literally buy a battle pass don't even play the game for a year and can still unlock the content from that battle pass whenever you oh, wait. whenever you for finally real? play it yeah so I think like uh just like you buy it and basically like yeah however long you want you can complete yeah. it yeah yeah it's, it's so basically oh. you can go to you can go to halo master chief collection for the very first season it's called noble and it's all the reach armor uh cosmetics and everything from halo reach you can still mm-hmm. go earn points and uh unlock those or you can use the points to unlock stuff through the other seasons which are like different camos and stuff i believe yeah, that's, that's a neat concept uh i do understand a lot of people do have a lot of problems due to the fact that there is a free and a premium but halo infinite multiplayer is free to play and not everybody that plays halo plays it for the campaign yeah but that's I, true I have seen some gameplay of the campaign, and I'm actually really, really hyped. <laughs> like, um, go ahead, also. Uh, so, like, wait, so basically what you're trying to say is, like, so basically with the Battle Pass, it isn't going to be, like, Call of Duty's Battle Pass, where it's, like, seasonal, and that once you buy it, it just goes away after a while. 
Yeah, no, you buy it, uh, you basically have a chance to unlock everything. Oh, damn, that's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going back to the campaign real quick, uh, basically it's looking like a Far Cry, like an open-world Far Cry style. Uh, I can't really think of other games at the top of my head, so basically you'll, it is going to be open-world travel. Yeah, it's going to be open-world travel and stuff like that. You got to go take over a... Uh, banished bases and stuff like that and it looks like uh, there's a few vehicles like you can drop pelicans and phantoms and stuff but that could be uh you know other stuff one of the biggest things that reload itself is waiting for when it comes to halo infinite is uh we are waiting for uh halo forge to finally come out but sadly we do have some uh sad news uh co-op and forge is now rumored to not release until may 2022 oh so, but hmm. ho but hopefully uh from what how the game engine and everything for the forge is it's supposed to be having like all these types of scripting models and everything you can do so if that turns out to be true i have some very very big plans in my, uh, mind and stuff to start initiating here and everything but that's just something that we have to wait and see and see if they give us information but I do know one of the reasons co-op is delayed. I'm assuming the re biggest reason they want this campaign to be played solo. And if you look at the menus and stuff, it says campaigns. So Halo Infinite being like supposed to be a 10 year plus game, there it's most likely that they're gonna probably add something like Spartan Ops and stuff like that. You know, like Team Crimson and you know all that. So, so wait, wait, hold up, hold up. You've mentioned ten year plus game, and the fact that you know it's infinite, you know, infinite. I guess it's a little bit on the nose, right? Does that mean they're gonna like a life service model? Yeah, that's basically what their goal is. Uh, that's why I started not only seeing Halo, but Destiny. You know, like you know, Bungie with Destiny Two, they decided yeah, just to make it too. life service game instead of like you know making a Destiny Three. The only yeah. reason they done that was because of Activision, and I've been hearing uh, Battlefield was probably going to use the same concept as well. Which both games, it makes sense to be a live service because a lot of people have been disappointed with like you know these releases and everything, and you know a lot of content and core features missing and you know stuff like that. And oh man, we're gonna <laughs> and you know go ahead and going over Battlefield 2042 now in the top ten mm -hmm. most negative reviews across Steam. Which, in all honesty, I still enjoy playing. It, uh... The Portal. That, it's such a great concept that they could add more mats. They could add some more of the Battlefield games to it. They could add more... T so, basically, Battlefield is like... 24-2 is coming to, like, Titanfall. In a sense. Mm. Like, literally, like, you open... Join in a multiplayer match. It's like you're playing... A, going into a campaign mission. The introduction and everything... And I've shown you some clips and everything of how it is and some screenshots. Like it's like when you start are in the start of the match and you going in, it's like you're everybody's all together, sixty four people running on foot soldiers, getting out of helicopters, the airplanes going by, tanks rolling out, you know, stuff like that. So the game's yeah. still really, really fun, but Dice Dice slash EA, they did a very bad mistake taking a lot of core features out. But there has been a, something going on today on November 23rd of uh, they're bringing back some of the core features like, you know, end around scoreboard and all that other stuff they're bringing back. So, well, hopefully we get to see more good news about Battlefield and hopefully the reviews and everything would, uh, you know, change around. <coughs> but 
Does anybody want to talk about uh, Call of Duty Vanguard? Is there any anybody I mean, ever got to try it? That game is bad. <laughs> I have some very strong takes on Vanguard, like really like strong opinions on that shit. Dude, honestly, like maybe it's just because I'm a boomer. Azazel, yeah, you're, you're gonna hate me, but I feel like Call of Duty has not been good since Black Ops Three. I agree. Dude, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, no, Black Ops. Yeah, Black Ops. Boomer opinion. That's an actual opinion. What? I mean, no, for some, no. For no, Black Ops. Only thing good about Black Ops Three was the zombies DLC, and just the maps were good. That was it. Yeah, no, I, no. I'm not saying the Black Ops game mm. was a good. It was not. It wasn't a bad game at all. You, you. Even though a lot of people kind of frown upon this game, World War Two was a pretty solid game. That game was actually a pretty decent game. I think. I think. I think yeah, you are correct. Um, a lot of people didn't like dislike the zombies for some reason. But World War II, I will give, like, the gunplay, the maps and everything were phenomenal. I think the only thing that was pushing me off from uh, World War II was the war mode. And the way it was kind of having Wait, it set. Wow. It's like a 5v5, and they're trying out, like, it's some big battle and everything. Mm -hmm. And then you just look at the scoreboard, it's like, oh, it's only 10 people in this match. So you just kind of get put off, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, one, of the, one of the biggest things about uh, World War II is... The one of the uh, how do you say it? The loot box system, yeah. <laughs> that, that was one like I think probably the best Call of Duty to ever use that done that right was Advanced Warfare, and that's it. Black Ops oh, 3 did was Warfare happen? Whoa, wait, Advanced, no. Warf Advanced, Warf Advanced Warfare was where it basically started, and damn, at the end it got bad, but in the beginning it was good. Black Ops yeah, 3's, Black Ops, go ahead, y'all go ahead, y'all go ahead. That's how they get you, though. They always start out by making it look minuscule, and then you get Battlefront 2. Yeah. Oh my gosh, don't remind me of that. Dude, I love <laughs> Battlefront 2 near its end, but Jesus Christ. Don't forget, don't yeah, like, forget. If you go back to it now, it's like an actual good game, but oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Don't forget that Overwatch. Day one. Oh, of course <laughs> Overwatch, yeah. No, like, I feel like Overwatch, at least to me, was, like, the first big, like, major, like, loot box system that I actually got invested in, actually spend money, but I, it oh maybe it makes you want to keep playing, or at least, you know, it really kind of incentivize, incentivize you to, like, you know, actually spend that money. Uh, Connor and I know a person who spent over uh, 1000 just to get this one Tracer skin, and tell mm -hmm. me, and believe me, it was not fucking worth it. <laughs> Loot boxes are gambling. Don't listen to the EA overlords. No, and that, that's why fucking uh, I think they got shit on for that reason. Wasn't there like a court order about that too? Yeah, I think UK <laughs> is still looking into it. Mm -hmm. By the way, Jackal, yes, this is crazy. in Belgium. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, Black Ops 3's uh, loot box in the beginning it wasn't that bad, but when they started adding knives and then eventually guns, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, see, the thing about BO3, right, mm -hmm. is it is literally the best zombies because it is, and I feel yeah. like... The way... I actually would have to agree. Oh, no. even... Alright, go on. No, I was basically just in, uh, interrupting saying I, that is one of the biggest parts I will agree, because mm -hmm. it had the first Black Ops and it, did, and it had all the good stuff of Black Ops 3 yeah. Zombies integrated with it. That's the only mm -hmm. reason. That's why I said the only good thing about Black Ops 3 is literally only the zombies in its DLC. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. thing about, I feel like BO3 Zombies kind of perfected the whole loot box system with liquid diviniums because they were actually like incentivized. Do you know what I mean? With the gobble gum system and the, you could have the classics, which were also really good in the megas. And with BO3, it has, it literally came off the biggest hype train ever. We had Mob of the Dead, Buried, Origins. And then we moved over to Shadows, Horizon, Zetsubo, Broad, Rev, Chronicles, Zombies in Spaceland. Like, it was just a three, four Zombies year. in Spaceland was Advanced Warfare. Or Infinite Warfare. Yeah, I know, but it was, it was like back to back to back, like three years of just really, really good maps yeah. and modes. Um, yeah, and about, Black Ops 4 happened. Black Ops 4 is a... Black Ops 4 is not bad, you know. Nah, people sit on BO4 because, like, the YouTubers and shit. Like, if everyone who actually goes, like, plays BO4 for themselves and gets their own based opinion and not being a cheap, they actually kind of come to enjoy the game. Like, people that uh, on BO4 because of what, say, fucking Tim Hansen or The Smith Plays or whatever they said, like, no one's going out and getting their own opinions. Like, if you went and done played Ancient Evil, Tag, Nine, Dead of the Night, like, they're all amazing maps, and people just don't understand. They're not for the casual audience. Think about your fault. They're not for the casual <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a very... I love Black Ops 4's maps. I hate yeah, the gameplay, good. though, of how they, like, yeah. got rid of a lot of the good core features of, like, like four perk machines? Really? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, but I feel like BO4 had to make that change. See, BO4. Or they just wanted it, to stand they, out. They had feel- to make that change for innovation. Okay? Mm. BO4 walked so Cold War could fly. And then for them to crash <laughs> and Vanguard, right? I got to start. No, I have oh, started. Yeah. It was a very have, small. Like, it was a right flying machine, dude. I have. Yeah, it was a right started. flying machine. The amount I could go on for hours about how much Vanguard flops and how it was brushed and unpolished and how it looks like Vanguard is a mess and I don't think it should have launched this year. I think it should have been delayed for one year and it should have kept on updating Cold War year two. I'll take, but I feel like they should have just made fucking Modern Warfare 2019 at live service. I 100% agree. (laughs) I agree. I have to yell that. I don't know why they didn't make it a live service game. Because people still play it. People Mm -hmm. still play Modern Warfare over Code War. I love Code War. So, So I have big problems with them not making... 2019 Modern Warfare live service that it stems from Warzone giving a lot of the cool Modern Warfare plot lines... Mm-hmm. Just, like taking all of them, <laughs> it took them all. Uh oh, 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 yes, oh, oh. someone died. Muddy, muddy, Where did she go? It's, I hate them taking these cool plot lines. I would have loved to see in a sequel or like a live service continue campaign. And then relegating them to a battle royale, <laughs> which I don't get. Yeah, that's all, that's all I want to say. If I keep on going, I'm not going to stop. I agree <laughs> with Cold War as well. I feel like the same thing happened with Cold War and Outbreak. They focused all their resources on Outbreak and not Round B. It's a shame because 
the Dark Eater story actually has good potential, like it really does. And they just fucked it over with Outbreak. And the gameplay in Cold War for Zombies is probably one of the best you've ever seen. And I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Like, the core gameplay is like, probably better than BO3. But there's just a lack of zombies content. But it's just ruins the game, really. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Like, personally, you know, Black Ops, I, <clears throat> Black Ops 3 Zombies was, like, what I most play, mostly because at the time, that's when I got my, you know, major console or whatever, like PS4. And, you know, Black Ops 3 was like, oh, you know, it's like a continuation from Black Ops 2, which is what everyone really liked at the, at the time, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Most of my, like, uh, biases are from Black Ops 3. So, whenever, you know, compare the other ones, I'm just like... I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I, I guess uh, moving on, I'm talking about like sequels that are bad or whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, so we talked about you know Call of Duty Vanguard, which I guess the general consensus is that's not Suck. as good as the yeah, it sucks, right? We talked about Battlefield 2042, which another general consensus is it could have been better. And then we talked about Halo, which seems to have a lot better, uh, what do you call it, like, consensus. You know, there's still some issues here and there. Yeah. But I guess, uh, bring that up, in y'all's opinion, what's the, I don't know, what's the one that quote-unquote won in the FPS genre? It's Halo. Halo, Halo. Halo 500%. <laughs> 500%. Typically so, wins. So wait, hold on. So when Halo, when Halo did what they did and they released the multiplayer early, I was in a call with uh, Zazu and we were talking about how Halo. I'm not gonna say Halo did it because of Call of Duty, but uh, Halo releasing early kind of shit all over Call of Duty, like 100. Yeah. percent I feel like accidental flex. Yeah, for sure. Because like, not only did the fact that Call of Duty Vanguard was doing bad, there's also like all that bad stuff happening with Call of Duty. And, you know, people were already, like, being, like, wary of, uh, 2042. So, I feel like, uh, in a way, it is Microsoft saying, like, hey, you know, we're confident releasing this early in this, like, blockbuster of a month. Because usually November's is, like, when most of these games release. Yeah. So, they can cash in on that, uh, holiday time, right? Yeah. And no, I no. think... Oh, sorry. No, I wasn't, I wasn't saying, I mean, Call of Duty could have had a really good release if they would stop yeah. making games every fucking year. Like, if they allow, like, one yeah. Call of Duty to at least sit there for, like, two, three years and four years, like Halo did, then the game would actually be fun to play. Because what, what's the point of playing Call of Duty Cold War if I'm going to grind for a whole year straight? And then the next Call of Duty comes out, and then all my grind for Cold War just goes right down the toilet. Yeah, because, like, who's going to say Cold War? <laughs> Dude, I have so many words to say about yearly releases. Like Assassin's Ooh. Creed. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Is that Steve even relevant? Me yell for that Just, one. No, that was bad. I'm not Vanguard. Bahala was a really, really good game, though. I, I love that game, actually. Which one? Bahala. He was no, I mean, the thing is, yeah, the good thing about Ubisoft is that they kind of learned about, like, yearly releases, right? I feel like the last one was Syndicate, no? Um, I didn't. After Syndicate, it took like a year or so off to make Origin. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I'm not. I kind of stopped playing after like Origins and um, what was the other one? Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. I think those games were like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between no. them and fucking? <laughs> no, so the only reason why I felt like Odyssey and 
Origins was bad was just because of like the level system in that game. It's because those were like, yeah, Valhalla had the level system, but like still it was at least playable. Like with Origins and Valhalla, you you had yeah. to like go through like a whole like skill tree where you had to have like a hundred point, a hundred skill points to unlock. And Valhalla, it was only one skill point per like like skill that you had to unlock. I, mean, I guess it that was, makes like, sense. I Dude, like I remember like high. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I remember like always encountering these high level like bounty hunters in Odyssey mm-hmm. because I'm a stubborn fool. I always fought them. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gear you could even put on until that level. By then, I have better gear, so I don't even know why I do it. Mm-hmm. Like in Valhalla, they didn't even have a gear. Like they had, um, I think it was a skill level, but you could put on any gear. I remember I, I would just go through the game and just, uh, I remember, like, when I restarted the game, I went and did, did the King George gear set, and I was, like, unstoppable from there on out. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I feel like it's, like, um, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're uh, good. I was just going to say, I just have problems that Valhalla doesn't have, you know, a new game plus mode. They don't? Oh, I was don't. That, yeah. Well, I mean, most games that... take, like, a bit. But... Yeah, Dude, Ubisoft... Ubisoft... Sorry. No, no, no. I, what I was saying is Ubisoft hasn't added that to their games in a very long time because Far Cry doesn't have it either. Yeah, Ubisoft has this weird thing of, like, being very forward-thinking sometimes, but never mm-hmm. implementing what other games have. Like, <laughs> New Game Plus. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I know Falhal has, like, Excalibur as in-game gear, but you barely are able to use it by the time the game ends. Mm-hmm. This kind of it that irks me. It irks me. No, I mean I feel like uh, I mean usually these type of games like didn't take like Fallout like a whole like year and a half or then come out with a new game plus two as well. No, Fallout, you just start a new game. You start a new game. Maybe I'm thinking you about something a, else. RPGs, <laughs> Fallout type esque RPGs typically don't have them because I don't oh, think it really makes uh-huh. sense to me. Now, that's kind of what I like from Sock because they already have that, like, yeah. right off the bat. Automatic so, new game yeah. plus started. Pretty much, yeah. Which, speaking of from Sock, I can't fucking wait for Elden Ring. Dude. Because <laughs> Hostile Senpai, you have seen it, right? I've seen what? Do I have what? Elden Ring? Huh? Have, you said, do I have it? No, have you seen Elden Ring? It's oh, like that yeah, new, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that game made by the um the author of uh, Game of Thrones, right? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The pure that shit looks really good. Right yeah, George Elden Ring. George Elden Ring. <laughs> yep, writer, famous writer of El- of Elden Song. Elden Song. But yeah, El- it's kind I, of. I, I'm actually trying on Elden Ring when that game comes out. <clears throat> Please Wait, stream it. I want. I want to see you fucking. <laughs> Wait, Dude, there's, there's, there's some games that make me rage more worse than COD, and Dark Souls was one of them. Wait, which Wait, one did you play, though? I played one and three. <laughs> Dude, I somehow feel tranquil playing, like, Bloodborne, which is some of the most bullshit in this FromSoft series. <laughs> I'm just tranquil. I don't get angry anymore. Mm-hmm. Wait, so I have a question though. Um, is that? Elden Ring gonna be based on Game of Thrones, or is it like based? No, on- no, 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 no. It's uh, it, it's just using you know, uh, George's like uh, you know, thinking mythos, whatever lore, whatever. Honestly, bas- basically, his, by- basically, you may see some kinks here and there. 
that are mm-hmm. probably related to Game of Thrones. But he, he's story. he's basically helping direct the, like the story of it and mm-hmm. the design. Is he? He's a freaking genius. That's why <laughs> uh, I don't know how to exactly pronounce his name. Guillermo del Toro. He helped with a Yeah, he helped. Uh, does he helped uh, with Kojima and all that? That he was. He also took part in Death Stranding. Like those people, like the, like you know, are like book authors and everything. It's the same thing for like Metro as well. Mm-hmm. Like the like the author of Metro bu- book series even helped with the Metro games. They'll sometimes do that. Yeah, unless you're that creator of Witcher, which just gave away the rights for like five hundred dollars and said do whatever you want. <laughs> Dude, that whole story about the Witcher author is so fucking crazy. Dude, that, that's just that's just the whole that's just the whole thing. A lot of Eastern European developers and authors and everything are just wild. Mm-hmm. From like from like Poland to Russia and all that, they just wild when it comes to they like are. games and stuff. Yeah. But uh, also in other news, I know it's a little off topic, but don't forget, uh. Henry Cavill said that he's going to be there for the seven seasons of The Witcher. Oh, only seven! I'm very yeah. excited. Yeah. They, they confirmed seven? Yeah, or apparently it's already been confirmed, yeah. There's oh, more. Wow. They, they announced that there, there might be like nine seasons. There's no fucking way. Yeah, what I'm assuming is uh, they're probably doing like the whole entire book series, basically. Probably, yeah, probably simplified as much as they can, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have the books, and I still have not read a single one yet. I read, uh, what do you call it, The Final Wish, or The Last Wish, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was pretty good. I really like, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, graphic or whatever. But, you know, the way it's told, it's actually really cool, or whatever. Well, I mean, I like, 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 when it comes to store- games like those, they shine a lot of light like it shows how the real world actually is like that was the thing about the witcher when you sit there like you know watch all of these movies and everything read a lot of these uh stories about the medieval age when i was a kid like you know most of the kid versions and everything the witcher was the one that opened my eyes to like yeah. how the medieval era actually actually was and stuff like that because mm-hmm. when you, like most of the time you think um when you think medieval era besides like if you take like the witcher and all that other stuff out of the equation you think everybody was living nice in castles and everything and then you know not only witcher but kingdom come deliverance and games like that it shows you what what they actually do and stuff like that like how yeah. they actually lived it shows like a big insight <clears throat> you can tell how fucking douchey those fucking nobles were <laughs> how Dude, they the were oppressing the poor and it's, mm-hmm. it wasn't only the nobles, it's how the serfs, aka the peasants and everything, were even kissing their lords' ass and how, like, yeah, exactly. like how b- big of a bigots they were and everything. Mm-hmm. The, like, the, bigot, <laughs> the bigotry and all that. It's further enhanced when you add uh, fantasy races, and it's all like, uh, <laughs> it gets even worse. Dude, don't even get me started on elves the most fantasy series. They're the most racist piece of shits ever yeah mm-hmm. well what was that movie called again bright it was a good movie but dear god the way they portrayed the elves but but i mean but but that is where uh the inspiration for like elves and everything came from and stuff like that 
uh, you know, from like when they put them around the like the medieval era and beyond that and everything, they're um, magical and all of that other stuff. They were just snobs, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh like, my yeah, gosh. I'm so what so if you're never aging, beautiful ass people? <laughs> Don't be a dick about it. I think the I think the the most perfect uh, this presentation of elves will probably be Lord of Rings. Really enough, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Connor's well, gonna kill never, me. Never watched Lord of the Rings either. I sat here and had to show Harry Potter to Ray Blast. <gasps> Harry Potter, nah, I don't want to Harry Potter. I, I had to show, I had to show him Harry Potter, man. You did. Stop. for me. Because that's the one time the elves are like lower than humans in the in the totem pole. Wait, Whoa. I thought the best representation of elves was uh, Will Ferrell when he pl- was that elf. <laughs> oh That's my true. Oh my God. That's true. Oh my. But yeah. That's true. <sighs> but you know. Yeah, there's like when you go to, like, you know, going back to George R.R. R. Martin and, you know, <clears throat> the author behind the Witcher book series and, you know, like stuff like that. The creativity they also put is pretty wild sometimes. Like just oh, yeah. to make like just to make all these distinctions about all these uh, fan, uh, mythical races and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, whoever uh, the Mass Effect one was probably the most genius because like you gotta think like when it comes to you know the when you're imagining all that stuff you're trying to write books or write stories and stuff like that you gotta come up with all these features and everything you gotta come up with the arts. And the, the anatomy and culture. Language. Yeah, and culture and all stuff. I think, like, stuff like that I tend to find pretty interesting, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, most but, definitely. And, like, uh, especially not only do you have to make it, you have to, like, flesh it out, right? Because there's one thing making something, just calling it a day. But, like, to go out of your way and make it, like, interesting to look at, right? That's a whole different ordeal, which I guess is, you, you know, oh, yeah. if you want to make it as livable yeah. or as breathing as, well, living yeah, as like, possible. Um, well, yeah, basically building the character. Yeah, exactly. You have to build the oh, character yeah. of the culture. Yeah. You have to develop for readers to be able to, like, you know, feel if they were them, in a sense, if you yeah. know what I mean. Relatable oh, yeah. to an extent. Like, uh, like, build up an emotional relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like going back to like a Song of Ice and Fire, Game of Thrones, and all that. Like, um, reading the books is just really like the descriptions are great because it really makes you say, I could see that in real life, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, the, the show did not do justice to the costumes <laughs> in the books because they were, they were really bright to show off just how, like, rich the nobles are in that world rich like like the lancers are basically always wearing gold and red oh no yeah I'm... yeah yeah I'll, I'll actually say this when it comes to like you know tv shows and the the books and everything i think game of thrones is one of the very few ones to where it shows how very poor even the people in the castles were 
Like, yeah. like yeah. I'll I'll put some insight. Like you think of King's Landing and everything. You know they may have oh, all yeah. that all those people and everything, and then you see how disgusting they are. Actually, like they actually are. Mm-hmm. Like like. <laughs> The comparison between the red keep and then the actual flea bottom, it's just great. Oh yeah, it was see. freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really, really excited for the new show. Uh, Dan- I think it's called Dance with the Dragon. Um, Dan- uh, it's House of the Dragons. Yeah, House it's based of the Dragons. on Dance of the Dragons. Yeah, I'm actually Which really, I am too. Excited. I'm really mm-hmm. excited because I heard that show is going to have a lot of dragons in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the only good thing that came out of the end of the show was that you know the uh, the other you know like other making other mini series and stuff like that. I think that's probably the only cool thing, which I which I believe if like you know if the directors you know obviously they can make it up and everything if they make these mini series good to make. To make it people kind of understand, uh, but I think probably the hardest part of the whole entire uh, series of the show is trying to make people understand why Bran was the one to end up becoming king. Because even myself, I still get it. (laughs) Yeah, that was just I don't know with his powers and it, like you know, with his power and everything, you're asking for basically a whole lot of corruption at that point. Oh yeah, because Which he can I see. Still... Yeah, sorry. Up? Go ahead. Go ahead. There. Uh, I still don't get how Bran could become key because he's turning into a tree. A tree in the books. He's oh, literally no. turning into a like a like um uh the three eyed raven or crow. Like he's literally literally fused with a weirwood. Weirwood man, am I learning so many things today? Dude, dude. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. Like, is he just going to be carried around? Like, someone's going to cut him down? Yeah, if you actually watch the show where he actually become the Three-Eye Raven and stuff like that, the Three-Eye Raven before him was literally the tree, the heart of the tree. Like, it's, like, I, like how is he going to become key if, king if he's a tree? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I, George better... Well, I think probably the die. only thing, you know... I tend to read a lot of stuff. I've been doing a lot of like history research and everything because obviously I'm taking history for college right now. I think the only thing that can make sense is he's setting the foundation for the new kings later on. That's yeah. the only thing that can make sense because yeah. the thing with um, Lord Bar- Baratheon and all that, and you know uh, Cersei Lannister and all of them, they hated magic. And what I think they're trying, they may also be doing, is they're trying to integrate the kingdom to basically come more like House yeah. of Targaryen, to become more with the other like you know races, magic, magic and all, all that, that other stuff. But hopefully not, probably with Bran, and this is the only part that makes sense. But it can become sketchy. <laughs> Yeah, he's basically will base in the end basically go against the cor- uh like noble corruption and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or another big theory is that um uh, the three eyed crow is going to take over Bran's body. So, everyone gangster to the three eyed crow yes. comes out. Be- yeah, <laughs> because the three because the three eyed crow raven is like an established Game of Thrones character with history. 
And he's like the shadiest motherfucker ever. Mm hmm. Yep. So, like, I could see it because he's one of those ends justify the means type of guys, and you never know what they'll do. Oh, yeah. 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 You know where uh, most of these, they all, like, you know, a lot of these folklore and stuff they put in these book series and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, since it is Thanksgiving, a lot of them actually come from Indian folklore. Oh. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, you know, like the Wendigo, uh, you know, the Indian burial grounds and all that other stuff. And like, yeah. you know, immortality and like, you know, the mines of gold and all that other stuff, the fountain of youth, all of that comes from literally, uh, North and Central American, Native Americans, all that, like, you know, yeah. folklore and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's very yeah. interesting. Like we look at the history of stuff and, you know, where does stuff originate from? And you find, oh, yeah. like, <clears throat> when it comes to one of the biggest things about Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of people tend to think, you know, oh, it's giving thanks or it's genocide and stuff like that. Like, you'll probably hear stuff, people talk crap about Col uh, Christopher Columbus and stuff like that. But you actually find out, when you actually read his diaries, Christopher Columbus wasn't even the one that did all the stuff people accuse him of. Yeah. I mean, he, you still fuck the guy, though. <laughs> yeah, he set the he set the foundation and everything, but it, he was it wasn't like he was the only one on the ship. It wasn't like he was the only one that had goals yeah. in mind and stuff like that. But then again, you actually like read the diaries and like the uh, all this other stuff <clears throat> yeah. of like those figures back in the day. Like uh, I can't, I think it's Ronaldo Cortez and like you know DeSoto and stuff like that. Like, you know, they had, they were greedy and stuff like that. But when you look at it, like, when it came to the Aztec Empire, the Inca Empire and everything, like, <clears throat> I, like, you actually look at it, a lot of those tribes around them that were being bullied by those empires and everything probably had a lot to do with what happened as well. Yeah, like, did you hear oh, oh. about the... <laughs> I just realized my next Yeah, because... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, uh, y'all do like when it comes to it. Like, here's a guy with the history lesson. It wasn't just the Spanish conquistadors and everything fighting the natives. It was literally tribes of Native Americans fighting with the Spanish conquistadors to take down the Aztec and Inca yeah. empires and stuff like that. That's why much of the Aztec stuff nowadays is like basically lost to history because. Uh, when the uh, Spanish conquistadors gather up like other tribes and like the slaves and whatnot, they basically sought to like uh, I guess in a way just like destroy everything Aztec, which is why like the yeah. language and stuff like that aren't like, around anymore. The yeah. thing about the Aztecs is like no one actually found out how they just disappeared. Like, no one ever found out what happened to Aztec temples and stuff. Like no one ever found out whatever happened. Yeah, that pretty much. Because no one knows. Because the ones that were left over pretty much just integrated with like Spanish yeah. society at that point. Or other tribes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Or the other tribes. Man, imagine uh, yeah, a certain person who had origins in Argentina. <laughs> anyway, huh? Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an inside joke between a certain dog and I. <laughs> a dog. LOL. LOL. Anyways, oh, talking to dogs. 
Dr. Doodle over here. <laughs> Didn't my dog. dog, like, sniff the fuck out you and hit you with his cast when he had his leg broken? Dude, you gave him a mace when you gave him that cast. <laughs> <laughs> you weaponized that dog. I weaponized uh... my dog. And... So, so my oh. dog, last year, um, he, 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 he broke his leg, right? He had yeah. to get, like, a cast, right? Okay. So my Connor here came over to my house one day. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my dog, he's a Siberian Husky. So, you uh-huh. know, those Huskies tend to be very energetic or why not, right? They're big as hell. And they're big as hell, yeah. So, so Connor comes up to... Uh, his name is Tokyo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Connor comes up to my dog, Tokyo. And Tokyo just goes right after at Just right at him. Even with, with like, his broken leg and whatnot. And he just starts swinging oh. his cast around. <laughs> he got me, dude. He got him oh, a good couple of times in the... Sh- in- <laughs> it's like... I, I realized what those monsters in Hellboy felt like. <laughs> Seeing this giant clobbering fist coming right at me. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, <laughs> so uh, I want to ask a question real quick. What's everybody's Thanksgiving food? Their favorite? Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, Dude. For me, Dude, and the potatoes. Okay, what's yours? Empanadas. Empanadas, let's go. Empanadas de carne. Empanadas, you uncultured amogus. I'm probably bananas. Gonna eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm probably also, saying yours was. I would obviously say pastel de papa. Okay. How so? was you saying yours was? Well, big ziti. Big mm-hmm. ziti. Okay. Wait, what that? is baked ZD? Well, yeah, I've never heard about the fuck is that? Baked it's, CD. It's, huh? like, it's kind of. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's kind of like a mac and cheese, but it's like with Ew. different types of cheeses and stuff. That's the first I, I've heard. I've heard it. I don't want to hear it again. It's, ama- <laughs> it's it's amazing. What are you talking about? Bro, it's like I, just I, mac I pasta with like overlone cheddar American. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, but I, dude, That's I love cheese. Up. Like, I, like not on all my food, obviously, but like cheese is like really and garlic. Garlic is. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll find a picture of it and I'll send it to you. So then you know, well, like, <laughs> at least show another fucking vampire. Like, lockdown. Yeah. Um, at least you aren't saying like uh, what's I don't know. Please. I feel like my taste in uh Thanksgiving food is like so fucking. It ranges from like traditional to like Latin, just because like my mm-hmm. culture or whatnot. But I probably yeah. say if I'm going the traditional route, I probably like mashed potatoes. But that's like you know the certain good type yeah, of mashed potatoes, right? Mashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's senpai. So we're talking about yeah. differing opinions, right? Considering oh, you're from the UK and stuff, and you guys don't yeah. celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you guys have any similar like outlet where you guys just get together with family, eat food, or tea time? Yeah, tea time, tea time with puppets, I. Anyway, I mean, we have Easter. We don't have Easter. No, you have to ask a question. Think. Stop one minute. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me think. Let me think. I mean, the closest thing we have is like I guess. I think that's also Irish. Hey, okay. uh-huh. so you stole from the Irish, huh? 
You saw from the anger. Who would have thought, right? A British person stealing from the Irish. You still have a language. Wait, I Who is y'all? I was given my language. Wait, by some you know what my favorite holiday is? Which What's one? It, it's it's the, it's the Fourth of July. Oh, don't say. Is it because like the hot dogs and stuff, or? No, it's because we have a British guy in the server. <laughs> Damn. No. What the? It is hashtag. Um, we kicked you out like actually almost three hundred years ago. Um, One hundred fifty, dude. One hundred fifty years ago, right? No. No, dude. I'm bad at math. I yeah, we can tell how good our school system is by looking at this uh, chat right now. No, hold on, because I'm going to call Senpai out for a little bit here, but yo, you, did you know that I was in a party with Senpai earlier? And I was no, like, oh, do not. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> so no, no, best no, best no, no, I can't. Hold on, let me speak. You can tell it's going to be oh. good. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, so unfortunately. I said that I was Portuguese, and he thought Portugal was next to Mexico and South America. <laughs> boy, Besties, no. Wow, I thought boy. Right. It's like uh, south of you. How do you not know? I can't believe we inherited the, the British school system to ours too. <laughs> oh my gosh, we did. Man, I defense. I because he was like, he was like, why do you like soccer? I was like. I was like, because it's Portuguese. And he's like, isn't Portugal in South America? I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I did geography. I didn't do it. Like, I didn't do but it. That's so. basic common sense. No, it's not. No, 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 um, London. Like, you ever seen the videos? I was like, it just me. You know, he does yeah, have a point. I've seen some pretty dumb Americans. Yeah, exactly. Stop coming for me when you're... you're Dude, you're oh, we have a pretty dumb UK English man right here. Pretty English, yeah. right? Can't even name any country in his own I mean, continent. Oh, we're missing AJ. Yeah. AJ was here with two dumb British people. <laughs> right. Right. I, saw, I saw a girl that said Alaska was a country. Oh my I gosh. Mean, Sometimes I forget we own Alaska. I'll be honest. I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Me too. Dude, I forget that we uh, we own Montana. <laughs> Montana oh, doesn't Mon exist. Wait, Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Best <laughs> I feel like that's the only way people know about fucking Montana, just from the <laughs> fucking the Montana. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> because people don't know about New Jersey because of fucking Jersey Shore. <laughs> Do we have to get into facts again? Is it the Anyways, skipping the history lesson. We're getting a little off topic here, guys. Anyways, skipping the history lesson. You know, I'm going to segue this conversation into uh, more of a news type mm -hmm. uh, situation. So, you know, here at Res, we're like a game dev, whatever. You know, yes, another stick. We like developing games, graphics, things. Yeah. We've been uh, recruiting and, you know, finding more talents to help us with this. And, you know, recently, a certain uh, member among us, right? Uh, you know, fun, funny game, right? Big Red mm -hmm. Sus. Uh, uh, a member among us in this uh, chat right now came with to me with a proposition. 
And I want them to introduce themselves again. Uh, Mr. It's me. Yeah. Yeah, it's him. It's Crane. Yeah. He's the imposter. Anyways, so Crane came to me and we started talking, you know, among us terms, right? And he came up with this new idea, uh, but I want him to explain it, so. Okay, so I came to Ray and Trey with the idea of, let's, I, I heard them talk about them being an eSport, having, owning an eSports org and all that. I said, hmm, I have a Rocket League team, let's bring, let's hope, I, let's talk to Ray, and let's bring this topic back. <laughs> and me and Ray talked about it, and we said, if you, if I can bring my Rocket League team in, and he lets me control it, we can go under the name Res. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With some more recent news is we will be playing a tournament on this Saturday. Ooh. It's a, a mm. winter qualifier. Mm-hmm. We qualify, we go to the actual champs. But... <gasps> so yeah, basically, as he said, um, Res, in a way, has a uh, eSports. Uh, in, the, in the words of Senpai here, uh, Div staff... <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go with that div stuff shit again. No, best to be in this game now. Uh, yeah, it's actually like a, I'll call it like a uh, a child company, just for the time being, for simplicity's sake. But essentially, mm-hmm. it's a child company of Raz, more specified towards um, esports. We'll have the, we have the Twitter made, I'll probably post more about it in the days to come as the tournament comes. But the mm-hmm. team name is Resurrection. Uh, we'll have more news about it, but as he said, you know, Rocket League is right now where we're starting at. We, f- I feel we found a good amount of talent, and you know, I'm excited how this these things go. Uh, another news and rest related stuff. Our game dev uh, showcase. We're gonna have it on the end of the year. That's when I want to compile. That's where I'm gonna compile like everything that we worked on in the last year or so. You know, show you guys a little snippets of what's going to happen in the future going into 2022. And, I guess, in a way to celebrate our one-year anniversary, right? Ooh. Basically, uh... One-year-old babies. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to celebrate our one-year anniversary here at Res. You know, talk about a few, like, stories and whatnot. More news about that here soon, as I can probably say a little bit about that as time goes on. But, yeah. Anything else you want to add, Azza? Uh, so... You know, I always said that I've been kind of the more cybersecurity side, but so I do have a little surprise coming up. Rela may start be having its own VPN, and we may ourselves be building our own VPN servers and everything. So it's going to be a little while before we get that started out and everything. But, mm-hmm. So, you know, still got to learn the process and all that other stuff. I've been talking to a few developers and everybody, a uh, few people out there and everything, and they said it's probably going to be the best route for us. You know, definitely don't want to sit there and host servers on the cloud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, yeah, you also don't want to clink links. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's not. Hey, hey, hey! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do want to start basically putting a lot of cybersecurity safety again. I know I kind of did at the beginning mm-hmm. of the first few episodes and stuff like that. So um, I'll be start passing a flyer around like reload server and everything for people out there. So they stay safe online and all that other stuff. You'll probably start seeing uh, the Reload Twitter, probably Instagram, post a few uh, Google documents and everything showing how to basically keep yourself safe online and all that. 
basically going mm-hmm. over to what the most common threats are and everything. Because usually, like, you just know, you don't even have to know a lot. You just, as long as you know the basics and all everything, you're going to be completely safe online. That's that's just how the real deal is. But um, one of the biggest I'm things so I hate, one of the biggest things I hate really seeing is people falling to just threats, and that's what they are. They're just threats. You know, you can call, mm-hmm. basically call out bluffs and everything. And I'm basically going to start changing that around a lot of places. So, bas- so basically, we all, not only myself and Reload, but also other people, come together. And we start basically ensuring online safety across the board and everything like that. Because no one should be sitting there having to go online and be afraid of, you know, their personal life being affected and everything. That shouldn't be happening. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely more interested. I'm definitely very excited to show what we got for the showcase and everything. I I mostly do kind of go over like the stories and everything and you know I try to give Ray Blast some ideas that out there and everything like that <laughs> but some of the uh, stories that have came up with and all that for some of these games I definitely would like to you know kind of give a glimpse here here at least soon probably end of the year but we'll we'll see more about that when we get there mm, I'm so excited to like for this a uh, showcase you guys are not ready <laughs> yeah um you know, I think it's we're nearing that time of you know the podcast. You know, this was a nice you know Thanksgiving special. We talked about a few couple of things. Gobble 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 gobble. gobble. So, uh, any closing remarks our guests want to make before we leave? Anything you just want to share? Anything interesting? <laughs> Don't click the links. Don't click the links. Don't mm-hmm. click the links. Who's Ram? What's sleep? Hostel. The first thing I hear hostile. No, say, I don't have anything oh. to say. Um, <laughs> the first thing I hear hostile say is, "Don't click the links." And don't click the links. That was a sweet, eerie voice in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like a like a hovering. I knew, like, I knew a lot of songs. Mean, don't click the links. Dirt <laughs> so, from the past. Oh, there's mm-hmm. a reason. There is a reason I tell y'all don't click links. Y'all want to know where I get that information from, and it's nothing you find on the surface. Well. Hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> so re- where I get it from is uh, a little site on Tor and all that. It was called Torum. And literally the very first thread literally says uh, basically just online safety, even on the dark web, you know, deep web, stuff like that. Literally rule number one, all never be gullible for links. Mm-hmm. And it literally, like, you see a whole entire forum of, like, how links are and everything. And, like, even like even on Surface Web, even if you're just... It don't even matter if it's Dark Web, surf, Surface Web or not. You could click on an ad, and it could, it could screw up your computer, screw up your account, and everything. That's like when you say they're trying to download free stuff, you see all those buttons and everything, you're trying to find out which one, you click the wrong one... You're downloading some malware on your little uh, device and everything, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> like those MILFs there 100 miles away. Oh my gosh, oh, there's MILFs in my area? She's at home alone. Oh. Right next door. Hello. Yeah. But, but you know. Yeah, that's almost, you know, I could, 
I don't just consult with myself and online information. I consult with many uh, professionals and everything in that field. So, you know, was... you'll you'll be hearing a lot of information and everything that everybody should definitely look into. This will go. So, Trey, you're saying in, in, in short-term sense, do not click the link. Yes. Click the links. Yeah. How many times? Unless it's for, those, unless it's for the mill five miles away. Yes. Oh, yeah, you always gonna uh-huh. get them. That's that's how that's how when in doubt, milk for hell, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna drive five yeah. miles. You're gonna drive five miles and start knocking on every door. I'm not even gonna lie. Five miles is not worth it. If it was within one mile, maybe, but five miles is fucking far. <laughs> I mean, you could just, I don't know, go and fucking try and do something out. Wait, wait, as a UK person, how do you know how far a mile is? Imagine being English and not using the English system. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's the imperial system, you know, the English Empire was uh, imperialistic and all that. Mm-hmm. It was too stupid, but it's a mile one point. It doesn't sound stupid, but it's a mile one point. Is a kilometer one point six miles? No, I'm not. 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 i what? what? Down the metric system, my boys. Right down the metric system. We are now the Imperials. Were the Imperials going to spread the Imperial system to the rest of the world? Like the metric. It's just a mile, guys. It's just a mile. It's we're going to conclude it here and everything. Don't mm-hmm. forget to check our server out. If we finally got a, you know, Discord side to be nice and lower the boost systems and everything. Don't forget to check out discord.gg slash reload ENT studios. And don't mm-hmm. forget I to hit us up. and dis- on the links. Oh my well, God. You're, 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 it's not <laughs> even that. You're typing the link. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't even have to yeah. click it. You just have to type it. Uh. Yeah. Does that mean I go see, see. And, and take gotta, gotta, you gotta listen to the tech guy. Wait, does that mean I go I feel like that's how I get into these situations, though. Yeah, like, can I Google? Yeah, yeah, you wanna join it? Yeah, you can just come and join our cult and everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, don't Alright, so, yeah, you know, but... Yeah, let's go ahead and conclude the episode. We'll definitely be here in Season 2 for New Year's. So, hopefully we get to see... Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the romance plot line. Yeah, yeah. we got, we got a lot of villain art. Yeah, we got a lot of villain arts coming in, some character development. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Senpai does his double turn anti-hero run. Yep. Uh, I am not going I am not yeah, there's a, there's all there's also gonna be a few deaths in there too. So, yeah, sorry, Connor. Sorry, Connor. You're the chosen. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
All right, screen too. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. We're going to conclude for now. Have a good night, you know, uh, especially during this, uh, you know, Thanksgiving week. Uh, take care of yourselves. Don't do, you know, put, don't put yourself in danger. Don't put others in danger. And, you know, just enjoy your time and rest. Know that, you know. Once again, thank you for stopping by. Uh, keep an eye look, keep an eye out for the New Year's. And, yeah, we'll catch you later. Bye. Later.